can spew lies about me all day and night. Do not bring my sister or my father into it. My family is off limits. Is that clear? Wait, is someone yelling? Yeah, spew your lies about me. Go, have fun. You all love talking about me. Keep going. There's no lies. Call the CIA while I'm at it. She's yelling at all of us to wake up and come talk. I don't want to. No. You guys can all speculate all you want. I'm leaving. I'm Have leaving fun. Oh, you know what? God. Maybe I just need to go upstairs and call the CIA on somebody. I'm sorry. I'm busy now. I can't talk. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hola, darling. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I already said it, but I want everyone else to hear. Happy Gotcha Day with Chino, second year anniversary. Yes, I adopted my dog two years ago, just before the shutdown, which was very convenient for me. Oh my God. So lucky. Otherwise, you'd be getting like that ball and talking to the ball like, what's his name? Yeah, talking to Wilson. (laughs) Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. Of course you do. How could you not? I know. Even no matter how many kids he bites and well, how many people he attacks, Is that I love really him. a negative? No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I sort of meant it, but not in the way that it actually would hurt others. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, Chino's a fighter. Put him in a room with Brooks Marks. He'd win. <laughs> oh, anyone He'd tear would, that twink to shreds. Anyone would win in a fight with Brooks. I just don't know about <laughs> Meredith. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's been counting Lisa Barlow's in her sleep. She has. Oh, my God. I love that. I love that. Like, we have said before, oh, my God, she lost her shit. She lost her shit. I don't think we've seen anyone lose their shit in a more relatable way than Meredith Marks did that morning because I have lost my shit like that where I'm like, I've had enough of you and I just can't stop playing it in my head and regurgitating it for all to hear. Get out of my face or you're going to be a sounding board for me losing my shit. Yeah, like you go to bed, you think you're over, and then you wake up and you're like, wait, no, wait a minute, I'm pissed. Well, did she really go wake up like that or did she stay up all night? Because bitch did have a sunnies on. <laughs> so she, saw, she said Lisa went in at three. Yeah. And tried to get ahead of the narrative as Lisa does. Yes. So, like, they were already having a late night. Yeah, that's true. And it was 9.30. Yeah. That's like so six uh, hours. It's been... That is not enough for me. That might be enough sleep for some, but for me... I no. have at least minimum seven hours, but most most days, seriously, I'm asleep by the 9 p.m. and then up at 5.30. That's a lot of hours. you got to clock those hours. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie, last night I went to bed at 7.30, ate a snack and fell asleep to Gilmore Girls, so I was probably asleep by 8. I love that. I love that. I'm such a nana. If I was allowed to eat in bed when my partner was around, I'd never get out of the bed. He wasn't home, so, you know. Who doesn't love eating? Gals not in. Who doesn't love eating fries in bed? That was me. I love to eat in bed. Oh, in look. bed, in the bath, anywhere but the table, I'm a fan. Me too. I don't even call it the dinner table or the dining table. I call it the kitchen table because it's the table <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah. So, <laughs> There's no dining happening there. No, it's somewhere to put your shit so uh-huh. the dogs can't eat it because it's not on the floor. Yep. Anywho. So I did ask you before... Did you watch the Up and Adam interview with Mary's mum and stepdad and you said no? I do take notes, but suffice it to say that they believe that Mary did not want to marry Robert Senior, that Robert Senior, so she kept running away from the house that 
that she now I lives in with Robert Senior, yeah. and that he would go back to the house and bring her back and kept saying, Mama wants this. They believe that he has lied to her, manipulated her and brainwashed her because yes. they did get together when they were younger. And they 100% seem to be repeating this narrative that they think that Mary is a victim, that she might have gotten on the show to bring all this info out so she could have an escape plan? I don't know. Rosalind, that's her mum's name, said that she was the chosen one to take over the church. It was just known because she was like head of the choir and they, and this choir were actually well regarded and would sing, you know, at events with a lot of prestigious, famous people. And apparently Rosalind said that mama told her that Robert Sr. told Mama that Rosalind likes him, i.e. like that, and then Mama told her that whenever she's around him to wear her house coat. Oh, what? I'm like, what year was that, 1932? Like, who uses the word house coat? But anyway, Mama's husband, what was his name? Oh, Mark, sorry. Mark said that he only met Cameron once, so he wasn't friends with him, but he was friends with people that were close with him. And had already heard about these allegations that Cameron and Mary had a physical relationship. If it was true, they would be happy about it. Because they just, they think it's all Robert Senior's fault that he's the puppet master and that they want Mary to leave him. They love her. It's not her. It's all him. Mum, wow. th- that mama never disfellowshipped Mary because they didn't hear of that before. So the cousin who said that they think that's a lie. So it seems to be that there are clusters of Mary's family that each of these people are close and they don't speak to anybody else in the family. Obviously, Mary and her mum don't speak. There's another sibling doesn't speak to her mum either. This cousin doesn't speak to Mary nor mama. Do you know what I mean? So it's like ever since mama died... And they all found out that there was no will. And before she died, every single one of her assets changed ownership name from Mama to the church. There's all this infighting. And unless this group of people agrees that that group of family should be getting some money out of it, they've cut ties with each other. So the only people that seem to be speaking to each other are the ones who agree that those people in their little speaking to group should have gotten some of this money. Well, you know what? I can totally buy into that Mary as a victim narrative. And you know how, like, I change opinions on these girls every week? Now I'm sort of (laughs) pro-Mary. Ever since Jenny became a racist, now I'm looking at Mary in a new light and I'm like, I "I like Mary now. I don't like Mary because I do believe that you can, I mean, whether you want to use the word cult or not alleged there seems to be a lot of people who have left her church who are all over the internet so angry that they're making videos saying that mary and her husband are verbally abusive financially abusive they you know yeah. they were in a headspace where they went a al- lot they went along to get along which was parting with their life savings and now they're sitting here on the sidelines going i was brainwashed so whether that- I suppose you can still be a victim and then perpetuate trauma onto other people. I you mean, can still be an don't they call that Stockholm syndrome? You can you see would, that you know happening I mean? with Mary. That is a possibility. At the same time, I don't. I mean, I guess it, it can make you want to reserve judgment, but at the same time, I just I don't know if I buy it. 
I just think. Oh, I don't want to reserve judgment. I'll change my mind next week. But this week, with she's never been more relatable. When she was just like saying to Jenny, "You don't matter," I was like, "She doesn't matter." I hate Jenny now. It's hard to digest all the Jenny stuff because Ooh. last week we were fully loving her. I know. So fire was, her. You are correct. I love cancel culture. Let's pile on and cancel the bitch. See, I don't want to cancel people, but at the I same do. time, her apology. I didn't feel it was enough because she did like and share racist tweets. Uh, yeah. And not like from 20 years ago. It was like a year and a half. <laughs> and also she said she deactivated her Facebook account. And I'm like, well, where did people find these posts from? They surely were online. It must have been like you deleted it as soon as the info came out, right? I know. And then they were spinning the yarn can... that it wasn't her. She was hacked, and I was like, "No, she wasn't." She hacked. wasn't hacked. There was a photo of her with like a freaking in a bikini with like holding a gun. Yeah, mm, yeah. I mean, I mean again, at this point in time, I hate her guts. Again, I'm that. I'm adding I'm adding things together and making assumptions, but that is based on what we've seen before, right? I want to hear what she actually has to say before I hit that final nail in the coffin. Doesn't mean. Oh, whereas I'm fine. I don't need to hear anything more from Jenny. You are so right. You are so right. I'm I good. shouldn't just put things aside because it doesn't personally affect me. Oh my god, I can't believe what I just did. You're so right. She got to go. Well, I I also see your point. Like I sometimes I'm like I just want to judge what I see on TV and not bring other shit into it. But it, it's impossible to do that. You can't do that. Because your original sentiment is right, because I can't judge someone just on how they treat me. I have to judge them on how they treat everybody. And you are right. Jenny shouldn't be on this platform. It's just, she shouldn't be on this platform. It's so sad. To me, it's just really sad. She was good for a few episodes, but now that I'm looking back on it, I'm like, she did make up that storyline about the the, um, second sister wife or whatever. Yeah. And, and then did you hear halfway through this episode when she she made the reference to throwing something at Dewey and breaking his ribs? Well, see, now that I heard – this is my issue. Now that I heard she had to go to anger management, she's on the perfect show to trigger her anger, and that <laughs> is very entertaining for me. But don't you think it's odd that she said, you know, she would fly off the handle and throw things and then, like, abuse her husband by breaking his body – but then when she did get angry, when he asked for a sister wife, she didn't react mm. in that way. So I'm like, maybe it is a fake storyline if you're not reacting. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're right. I think we've given Jenny enough airtime and she got to go and we got to move on. Yep. I think you're right. There's some other stuff that I saw today about Tom Girardi, but it was all legal mumbo jumbo to me. It didn't make sense. And I need Emily D. Baker to break it down, you know, for me so that I can actually share it with you because I I didn't really understand it. So I'm sure others out there will understand it. Maybe they can explain it to me. So should we start? Yes. All right. Episode 18, Sorries and Sleepovers. We are back at the dinner table of horrors, as Heather said in confessional. (laughs) Meredith, as we left it last week, Meredith was going inside because she'd had enough. She was over it, blah, blah, blah. And she's kind of shutting the door. Jen says, I've never done anything to her or her family, and you guys know it. And I paused for a sec. I heard all the crickets. I don't know if they were like... (laughs) <laughs> crickets in Zion or if the our adorable editors put the crickets in and then I just laughed out loud 
and had to pause it to let my laughter finish before I hit play again. What did yeah. you think of that sentiment from Jen? I mean, she is not in touch with reality, our Jen. She's trying to tell us that she hasn't lied and defrauded all these people, and yet I don't think an episode goes by without her telling a bald-faced lie. (laughs) If she can lie about that, then she can lie about everything. I've never done anything. We have a private investigator who says you did it. Everyone believes you did this stuff to Meredith. And you're saying, you guys know I've never done anything to her. I know. I was more caught up with that scene. I was laughing at Meredith just poking her head in and then shutting the door and then coming back out. I know. She couldn't help herself. She had to come back out because she heard that and she wanted to laugh in Jen's face, right? Yeah. And then I do love the little recap we get from Heather in Confessional. She's like, we like trying to explain it all. I don't know why, but I just thought it was really cute when she was like, first we had the van ride from hell that Miriam Meredith yeah. missed, which led to the dinner of horrors, which led to a beautiful display of storming out and storming back in. I loved it. I thought that was really <laughs> cute. And then Meredith, okay, as much as Jen is a fucking liar and says the same thing over and over again, so does Meredith. I'm, oh, yeah. With her, I'm trying to be kind. I'm telling the truth. Again, with the investigator and the 90% certain it was you. But I didn't say you did it. The investigator did it. And then all of a sudden, Jen didn't seem to have an argument, which I don't get, and turns around and starts yelling at Jenny, saying, well, then you're the Fair. one that's lied. Fair. It's all Jenny's fault. Really? That's just, that's it? Well, if you look at it in... In housewife terms, mm. Jenny was told a piece of information and then she reported that piece of information back but with the wrong details. She kind of so did because really, we got a flashy of it later. It does come back yeah. to Jenny in that in that sense. Like, yeah. Oh, no, if the, you just swap out FBI for like Munchausen's, like you can see it goes back to Jenny. Yeah, okay, you got a good point because Jenny does have the ability to come in, say something and then just sit back quietly and doesn't continue to involve herself. So it's almost like you forget that she's there and she said something. Yeah, because later on we do see a flashy of her on the bus sharing about the PI stuff and we're like, fuck, it was Jenny. It was so, Jenny. Yeah. And she didn't report it back correctly. Yeah. And then, okay, so Meredith and Jen back and forth, back and forth. And I know. How many times did Meredith have to, like, defend herself for not wanting to go on a Sprinter van? I, like, imagine yeah. having to go to that length just to say, I didn't want to go on a fucking bus. It's like they can't fathom that the reason is is because she doesn't like them and doesn't want to be around them. Um, just, <laughs> and it's as simple as that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's in their contract that if they're not on the bus, they get paid less, but I doubt it's in Meredith's. She's a lawyer. She ain't stupid. The only thing I hate about when, when Meredith does is when she alludes to things. Like she alludes to Jen mm-hmm. doing more stuff to her. And then, of course, our fancy Drew Whitney says in confessional that she thinks that Meredith is upset at Jen because – Meredith believes that Jen hooked up with the man that Meredith was seeing when she and Seth were separated. Yeah. And that's when we get a flashy all the way back to Vale. Whitney asks Meredith about it at the table in front of all the ladies except for Jen. And then Meredith again gives this bullshit response where she says that Jen has done questionable things to dig dirt on all of us. So, okay, Whit- see, now I'm trying to fancy Drew it. Whitney said something about 
when Jen and that guy tried to do something to Meredith. I think Whitney's saying that Jen went to hook up with someone that she knew that Meredith was hooking up with to pump him for information. She wasn't actually interested in yeah. him. Is that the that's impression you what got? I would think. Because yeah. that's kind of what I the impression I got that Whitney was saying. I wish Whitney would also just spell it out a bit more, to be honest. But, but- also, like, I don't know. We're all alluding to this downtime between Meredith and Seth. And, like, I think they've said, yeah, yeah, we had downtime and we saw other people They or did but, in the first season. Yeah, but, again, first season I thought she was Lisa, so I, I'm not the best one to talk on it. But um, I don't see why Meredith has to hide that or, like, she just- be worried if Jen's met up with her ex and just be like, yeah, I dated that guy. I dated Harry Dubin in New York. So yeah, I but I imagine that her, whilst her and Seth understood that at the time they were both seeing other people, they don't know who these people are. They don't want to be faced with them. It's very jarring. Could you imagine if you and your partner, you know, I'm just going to throw some sh- salt over my shoulder and knock on wood, if something happened and there was a break and you got back together, would you really want to know who he hooked up with? Would you really want to have to face them? And would you want it on the TV for your kids to fucking see? For yeah. Chino to see. Yeah. I mean, I do get it, but at the same time, I don't disagree with you. Because she's on TV, she has to come up with a better way to deal with it that is giving enough information and not showing how much she gives a shit about it because that's what gives it life. That is so true. Whitney says, the fact you weren't on the van suggests that you have something <laughs> to do with her indictment. I mean, it doesn't. this is probably the first time I've, I've agreed with Meredith in 18 fucking weeks of watching this show when she screams and says, go call the FBI. It's like as if they have it. Okay, I'm not even going to. You all know how I think about it. We've said it before, but when Meredith said, I think the FBI could find Jennifer Shaw without my help. That's it. Like that Thank sums you. it up. Thank you. Exactly. And I love that she says the full name. I know, right? Every time. I know. <laughs> but she does keep saying, I'm out, I'm disgusted, I'm done, I'm finished. Can just she go just to bed. can she just say I quit? Because that's again. She's alluding to the fact that she's quitting by saying those things, I'm out, I'm disgusted, I'm done, I'm finished. I'm mm. sorry. They're breakup words. And it sounds like there was a lot more of it than what we saw. Exactly. Because on Watch What Happens Live, I think Lisa said she was getting up to bring Meredith back a couple of times. Oh. And so I just imagine it was well, a constant that makes leave, sense. come back, leave, come back. And it's like, just fucking do I it. I think the last time she left and Jen was eating, Jen seemed like she was finally sober. <laughs> it took that long. And remember at the like, last episode she was eating and she was, you could tell she was like stuffing her face because she was drunk. Yeah. And we've all done that. Thank you, Carl yeah. Cook. Um. Yeah, so I think that it took long enough for her to sober up. Mm. That's a long time. Okay, so this is the last time I think Meredith stormed out. Maybe not, but anyway. Whitney follows her and she's kind of like cornering Meredith and getting in her personal space. And I'm like, well, at least Whitney's still drunk. And she says to Meredith, but I'm asking you, I want to hear it from you, i.e. that you didn't call the FBI. I'm like, Whitney, let it go. You were so smart at the beginning of the season. This is so dumb. I think she's pretending maybe that this is what she wants Meredith to admit, but she actually has other things she knows that she wants Meredith to say, no, it's not that, it's this. Maybe she's fancier drewing than I think. Yeah, because, like, I don't know if they're saying that I can't believe Whitney would believe that. Yeah, like, I could believe that 
with the private investigator, the private investigator discovered that the FBI were looking into Jen. Well, she, and like Meredith keeps saying, it's been a nine-year investigation. So she yeah. obviously knows she's been investigated this whole time. So what I'm saying is Meredith could have known, like, oh, the FBI are going to pounce on her. I'm not going to be there. I don't but it's, think that's she would different have known to saying that, that I've, I've called them and said where she'll I be. I don't think she would have known that. The, could you imagine the FBI randomly telling a private citizen that we're going to bust this person? <laughs> They're not going to do that. Why would they trust Meredith to not tell anyone? Like, Well, I'm saying the PI could have... But the PI wouldn't even something. know. There's no way the PI is going to get that information. Local law enforcement does not get that information. <laughs> Unless Meredith is an undercover FBI agent, which, we is, know all, that she's not? which is all possible. <laughs> she might be at this point. That is the only way that Meredith would know. Like, they don't call local law enforcement and say in two weeks we're going to come and pounce on this shit. They probably, like, gave them notice, like, the morning of. You know, okay. I mean, Whitney I, needs to drop it. I mean, I'm not a police officer. I just watch a lot. I've watched a lot of Law and Order in my day, so I'm just guessing. They're not telling her shit. They weren't <laughs> going to tell Bravo. If they're not going to tell Andy Cohen, why the fuck would they tell Meredith Marks? Well, do we know for sure that? Of course they didn't. They don't need their permission. They're the fucking FBI. I don't know. <laughs> um, stop it! Stop riling me up. It's been a long motherfucking day. All right, let's move on. It's been so long, I opted to not put alcohol in my coffee mug this time because I didn't think if I had booze that I'd make it through the you wilderness. You had alcohol in your coffee mug? I thought you were drinking tea. I am having coffee. Last time it was tea, but often it's booze. <laughs> I started doing that when I used to live on the 10th floor opposite the council building where the Lord Mayor office was. And occasionally it was like the three o'clock in the afternoon and I'd be out on the balcony having a ciggy and a glass of wine. So this was a while ago when I smoked. And then I'd get text messages going, I can see you. And I'm like, fuck, I'm in my pyjamas, not wearing a bra, drinking at three o'clock on a Monday, Arvo. So then I just started putting it in my coffee mug. If I'm done for the day, fuck them, I'm having a beverage. (laughs) Sorry for the sidebar peeps. So I was wrong. Meredith does come back out. She defends herself against this FBI accusation. And then Meredith is like, who's alleging that I turned Jen into the FBI? She wants to know who's betrayed her. Of course, they all deny it. And then Jen screams, yes, you did. And I think that was to Jenny. Was it to it's Jenny Jenny's fault. or was it to Meredith? I don't remember oh, at this point. I'm just so confused there. Anyway, Meredith is out yet again. Oh, no, this is when Jen screams at Jenny. So basically because Meredith's denying her involvement, Jen turns her rage onto Jenny because she's the one who told her about the PI. Yeah. But then I'm like, but Meredith didn't deny a PI. So why is Jen screaming at Jenny? Because she's the one that told her about the PI, even though Meredith doesn't deny it. Heather also told Jen about the FBI. So I'm confused there. It's all in the delivery. Is it because she made Jen feel that it, the PI was only looking at Jen and not everyone? Yes. I mean, does she think the PI is so bad at his job that he or she couldn't find out all the info they did find out if they were just looking at her or not? I don't get why Jen is mad when it was for everyone. Well, she's also pissed still. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Then all of a sudden Lisa defends Jenny because she's trying to explain 
Jenny. I thought that Jen would get it, but no, Jen didn't get it. She tells Lisa to get the fuck out of her face. She's running inside. Lisa follows her. And then Lisa's like, I'm not following you anymore, even though she is following her. Strong. <laughs> We're now in Meredith's room, so apparently she's not going to come back out. She's on the phone to Brooks. Now, question. Why did Meredith call Brooks? Why didn't she call Seth? Because gay boys are so much more fun to gossip about girlfriends than your husbands. Uh, okay, fine. I mean, I don't disagree with that, but I just figured if she was actually distraught, why would she want to then stress her kid out? Why wouldn't she just... Uh, yeah. Brooks signed up for this. It's, uh, Brooks hates Jen. Yeah. I think Brooks is better TV than Seth. I'm agreeing with you. Now, yeah. obviously she's filling him in. And I actually completely agree with Brooks's response. He said, who gives a fuck? She was yeah. still defrauding people. And all I thought was, and now we said it. Camille um, Grammer, now we said yeah. it. I love it. I agree. I completely agree well, with Well, and I think that might be partly why Jen is so fixated on, like, blaming other people because it's all deflecting from the defrauding of the pensioners. Yeah, she's doing a fucking good job of it. Like, yeah. her stupidity is finally serving her. It's fucking amazing. I mean, it served Mary for all these years, so I'd copy it too. (laughs) I swear to God, if Mary has a high school diploma, I want to know who who did all her fucking assignments and sat her exams because it wasn't her. As (laughs) if she would have fucking passed her – is it a pass-fail with SATs? No idea. She wouldn't have passed that shit. Nuh-uh, no ma'am. I don't even know if she could spell it. Anyway, I don't. She would not know what SAT stands for. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, we're back outside. Lisa is screaming to bad weather. They're agreeing with Lisa that Jenny's not to blame in this instance. Mary chimes in and said something that I didn't get. She's like, "If that's your friend, you shut your mouth." Is who's she referring to? Is she referring? I don't know who she's referring to. Yeah, me neither. Okay, fine. We'll move on. Lisa is like, I'm sick of being put in the middle and getting yelled at. I'm thinking them fucking stay out of it, bitch. <laughs> that would solve everything, Lisa. Like, we all figure that out at 25, right? You're just ruining it for yourself, mate. You're killing your mm-hmm. own buzz. And then Whitney says something that is so funny. We're on the same team. We're women. We are mothers, ambassadors of our own life. And I'm like, we is also drunk. <laughs> what the fuck did that mean? We're on the same team. You're clearly not on the same team. <laughs> clearly not. And I can't believe that you're all mothers. Yeah. Oh, could you, could you imagine? Honestly, Heather's the only normal one in this show. She's the. I love Heather. She's the only one that I'd be like, yeah, you can be my mama. Oh, I would love that. How cool would it be? I mean, all that free facial shit. I'd be obsessed. Do you know, what? I wouldn't mind having. I'd, I'd, I'd have Meredith as a mom. I'd no, have Lisa as a mom. I wouldn't. I'd have to have. You'd have to have Seth as a dad. Blech. Sorry, Seth, <sighs> but you're just not for me. Yeah. No. I'd, I'd love having Lisa as a mom because she'd set you up as a five-year-old with a business. No, she'd that, make you do shit. She's uh, doing all the shit. I fucking hope so. I just. I don't. The funny thing is, even at the age that her kids are, if my mom gave me a Kit Kat for breakfast, I'd be like, "Where's the food?" So she she wouldn't be a good fun, mum for me. I couldn't handle having takeout every day. Gross. <laughs> okay, so Jen Sharp goes into Meredith's room for some reason. I don't understand. And quickly before she does, we as she's walking in, we hear Meredith say to Brooks, these are not my friends. I need to wipe the whole circle, bottom line. Again, alluding to the fact that she wants to quit the show. Just say the words, I quit. 
Just quit then. Just quit. I need to talk for 45 minutes about the fact that when Jen walks into Meredith's room, she had fluffy hot pink slides on. <laughs> so they're basically the same as the shoes she was wearing on the bus without a heel. What the actual fuck, people? There's a lot of pink in this episode. A lot of hot I didn't pink. Notice. Meredith had on like hot pink track suits, like double tracky, matching trackies. I mean, I love pink as much as the next person, but seriously, that much fluoro pink. What's going on in Salt Lake City? I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay, Meredith denies everything again to Jen. Jen, either she's so exhausted and overcome with her own misery of the fact that she's gone to jail for maybe 50 years and doesn't realise how stupid she is, she asks her again if she knew what was going to go down that morning. Is Meredith a secret agent? Maybe. How the fuck would Meredith know that? Anyway, let's just move, move on. on. We, we've already done this. <laughs> Okay, so we're fully immersed in the twilight zone right now because Meredith says, I feel bad for you and gives Jen a massive hug while Jen is sobbing in her arms. I don't even know what went on, how that happened. Bitch, that was day one. We still got three days to go. I know. And like, you know how I was telling you before we started recording, I had my booster shot, had this fever, Mm -hmm. watched this in the middle of a fever and I was like, is this a fever dream? Well, even later when Jen is talking to Bad Weather about the fact that she says Meredith likes me now and then she's like, maybe it's all a dream. I'm like, you and me both, bitch. This was hard to take notes on. There was so much happening. So it was just – it's almost too much. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't need this trip to be six episodes, but there is a lot going on. I reckon they've edited a lot out. Oh, they have. I wouldn't mind – Having, you know, they have those Secrets Revealed episodes. Mm-hmm. I want them to show all of this kick-ass footage, but I want whoever is head in the scene, the ladies, to be like a voiceover going, right, this is the backstory, this is what was happening. I suppose that's what the after show is supposed to be, but it's a bit too contrived. I'm not the biggest fan of the after show. I watch them when they come up on my feed, on my YouTube feed, but they don't really explain that much. I don't know. Maybe they need us to do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so day two. (laughs) Can you believe it? This is when Meredith storms into the kitchen and goes on her psychotic rant that we heard at the top of the episode. I mean, got up on the wrong side of the bed. I was fucking obsessed with it. I was laughing so hard. Again, fluoro pink um, pajamas, dark sunnies on, just running around the house, fully flailing and emphasizing with every body part she has. That and everyone hiding from her, like, that's priceless. They didn't want to do it. Their bitches haven't even had a coffee. Uh-huh. They're probably so drained and hungover, not necessarily from booze, except for maybe Jen and Whitney, but just from being exhausted and dehydrated. I I actually would have had the shits at her and, and gone, stop fucking yelling and fucking waking the house up. You can go fuck <laughs> yourself. That's why Whitney had that giant jug of water. I swear that was like a vase that she picked up from the credenza. I would have <laughs> she was just drinking out of it. I would have got my coffee. I would have got some <laughs> aspirin. I would have gone and sat by the pool and gone, I don't need this shit in my life. Y'all can wait till I've had my coffee. Don't talk to me. Yeah. You're not allowed to talk to me till I've had my first coffee. Rude. So I thought they were actually really nice about it, quite frankly. Yeah. Meredith is all, as you heard, you can all spew lies about me, blah, blah, blah. She found out that they were questioning 
whether her dad's memorial took place or whether it was on that day. She keeps and I saying, thought they were all valid questions. I don't think they were bad questions. <laughs> She's all, I'm leaving, have fun. Again, stop saying you're leaving because you're not leaving. Yeah. I'm just, I'm over that. You want to you want a grand exit? Take your fucking exit. So anyway, in confessional, Meredith says that about three o'clock in the morning, Lisa came into her room and told her that all the women were speculating about her father's memorial and when, if and when it took place. What a shit stirrer. Yeah. And you, Heather's in her bed. She can hear it all happening. Whitney runs into Heather's room, tells her what's going on. Jen runs into the room. They all jump into bed. And do you remember last week when we saw the preview and I went, I hope they have treats? Heather had treats in her hand. She had treats. I don't know what they were, but it looked like little gorgeous chocolatey gooey treats. I'm not American. I don't know the American treats. It looked like she had some candy in the bed. Because if you're going to hide, you need supplies. Yeah. Meredith's ranting on about, I have to go call the CIA. I'm busy. I can't talk. I mean, I get it. She lost a shit. I get it. She lost a shit. The thing with Meredith, she she goes on too much and she'll have one line that sums it up perfectly. Like she said, my father died so I couldn't go on a fucking sprinter van, which sums it up. So you can can stop there. You don't have to say it and regurgitate it a hundred times. You're all fucking cunts. Don't talk to me for the next hour. Grab a bottle of liquor. Again, go sit by the pool. Seriously, communing with nature, like, can heal all wounds. Jump in a pool, water's nature, I do it. I do it all the time. It works. (laughs) That's when Jen says that Meredith likes her now to Heather because Heather was like, oh, shit, you're next, right? Because obviously Meredith hates you, as in Jen. And and Jen's like, oh, no, she likes me now. And Heather sits, well, you know when you try to sit up in bed and you can't? It was mm-hmm. cute. I loved it. I, I loved the whole shtick. It was all physical comedy. It was gorgeous. It was wonderful. It was. And that's when Jen's like, oh, maybe not. Maybe I dreamed it. <laughs> I love that. And I was thinking the same thing in the middle of my fever. Exactly. And then Meredith is all packing and Lisa, who has to follow fucking everyone, she's like, I'm done. I'm finished. Lisa is like, what's happening right now? It's like, <laughs> how do you not know the mess you create, Lisa? I know. I don't know why Lisa thinks, like, she's got the people don't shoot the messenger idea in her head. Yeah. So she always wants to be the messenger to stay out of the trouble. But, well, like, you're she creating kn- trouble. Because she knows that she joined in on the conversation or, at the very least, didn't ardently defend her friend. She doesn't know what the editors are going to leave in and leave out, so she doesn't know how she's going to come across when Meredith watches that scene. She has this thing where she thinks that she doesn't want anyone to be mad at her, but by doing what she's doing, everyone ends up being mad at her. Yeah. Because I even saw her on Watch What Happens Live and Andy asked how she feels about Jen. It was like one of those Q&A things where it's like, I'm going to give you a statement and you either got to pick Jen or Meredith. And Mm -hmm. I think one of them was, who did you come out being friendlier with at reunion? And Lisa's like, neither of them. Oh, yeah, Lisa's going to cop it after this hot mic next episode. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was a hot mic. I think it was. No. It didn't occur to me that it was a hot mic. Well, on on that Watch What Happens Live, she said, I went, I, I left the room to try and get some privacy and have a private moment. And Andy uh, was like, you were mic'd. <laughs> oh, okay. See, so you can totally tell I just watched some of the clips on YouTube because I can't wait like the next day. I see the clips on YouTube and I'm like, oh, yeah. what's that? So what's that? And you get these little clips and it's like three or four clips, which is almost the entire episode of Watch What Happens Live. 
Yeah. So then I don't want to watch it because I'm like, I've basically watched it all because I was greedy and watched them the day before. So I sometimes miss context. Right. So that was a hot mic. Yeah. I love that. I know. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited now. Meredith is basically just rolling herself up at this point. She's like screaming, my family is fucking off limits. Lisa's trying to tell Meredith that we didn't say it was a fake memorial. We were just, she was trying to say we were questioning if at that moment it was a, you were there or you just were avoiding us. I.e., were you in the bathtub in Vail? Which we all know she was. And then she does this, what can I do to make this better? And I'm like, shut your mouth next time, love. Yeah, I know. She thinks she's a great master manipulator, but she's not. No. She's got to find someone else. She's got to be a full LVP and find someone else to do her dirty work for her. And I don't think she would ever relinquish the control. Yeah, for I that. know. But she's really bad at it. Like She's bad at you've it. You've got to, yeah. like, I'm bad at that shit. So I just leave it to the experts. Anyway, that's when we get a flashy and I didn't realise that Jenny was the one that first asked the question of whether there was really a memorial. Jenny's the villain. I think you're right. You remember how we said that she was coming in hot in her first season? I think she is. I mean, I think she's going to, it'll be her last season. Crash and burn hot. This is why I want to hear from Jenny because I have seen, I haven't fully read the articles, but that they're filming and Jenny's filming. So are they just going to. Oh, good. So this is all happening in the moment. Are they going to fire her and then cut all her scenes out? Oh, no, I hope they leave the scenes in. Oh, no. I don't know what's going on because obviously this happened Rick just post-reunion and they're already filming so they don't miss the Jen Shah of it all. Next minute, ladies are cooking food. Whitney, apparently all she knows how to make is an omelette because she keeps making everyone omelettes. Mary takes one to Meredith and Lisa's like, can you fuck off so I can finish my convo? And Mary says yes and then just hangs out for five beads eating the omelette that no one wanted. That was so funny. Fucking hilarious. She <laughs> offers them an omelette. They say no. She starts eating it. She doesn't even sit down. She's just standing Standing there. up. And I must admit, I think it's because she's trying to back up her friend. Or is it because she's like, hang on, I don't want you two to make up. Or she's just on another planet. True that. Lisa basically just decides, I'm going to leave the room. Meredith's just too fucking angry. Heather and Jen were eavesdropping and they can hear that she's exiting the room and they're like running away as quietly as possible. I mean, fucking, it's gold. Obviously back in the kitchen, she fills them in on what they heard and then Fancy Drew, of course, is correct. I feel like she's only a Fancy Drew correctly when it comes to Lisa. Because, yeah, because she's like, Lisa's trying to get ahead of the narrative, control the narrative and the story, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you are so on point when it comes to Lisa. But I would love to have a sit down with Whitney. She's probably one of the only housewives that I would want. I would want her to have a podcast and just spill all the tea. Oh, I want the private detective to have a podcast. Oh, my God. I think Whitney should have a Whitney Rose Detective Agency. Yes. I want to have a seance with Cameron. Oh, is it too soon to say that? Cause well, it's now Now we said it. Because now we said it. And that's when Mary comes into the kitchen and says, points to Jenny and says, I can't take her. Same. Well, and Heather is all like, you're being a bitch to Jenny. And she's like, I don't care. I love when Heather steps in and calls people out. Me because I see people on social being like, Heather's not doing anything. And I'm like, you know what? If you watch closely, she's doing a lot. She's Heather's doing a lot. She's the comic relief. 
She's, it's not easy to be funny. She's explaining everything to us in confessional. She's letting us know that she knows exactly what's going on and she feels exactly like we do. She is like, to me, the first real housewife that is a fan and a housewife all in one. And I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with her. And anyone mm-hmm. doesn't like her can fuck off and eat a dick and stop talking. <laughs> the end. So. Heather says it's not acceptable. She's our friend. And Mary is like, it is for me. It will be and you will accept it. I care about what matters. And Nathan's like, this time I agree. So <laughs> I'll give her a pass on that one. I don't disagree. I just don't care for Mary. I don't agree with Mary and I'm not into Jenny right now. So, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Um, as, I, as I think I've said before. It helps to think of them as not real people. True and that. so I'm True thinking that. of them as not real people and I'm just finding the humour in that. Oh, hell in, yeah. In Mary's callousness in that moment. I know. I would it. never have the balls to say that. You're so true. I never. would never have the balls to say that. I wish. All of a sudden, they randomly decide to drop it. I don't know if a producer stepped in and went, guys, we've got to go do the fucking activity. We can't argue all day. We've got to get moving. And just before they go to do their activity, Heather finds Lisa's nail. And I'm thinking if I saw it, I would either walk on by or pick it up with a tissue and throw it in the bin. But no, no, Lisa is so excited. This nail, fake nail that's been ripped in two, she takes it back and she's like, does anyone have any nail glue? I'm like, bitch wants to put that shit back on her finger? That's (laughs) gross. That shit's probably been on the floor. Ew. Not cool, people. Anyway, they go off-roading. Heather's not scared because she's already faced death and risked her life on the bus. More fucking activities for this group. They love an activity. Well, I think that whenever they do a physical activity, no one really ever fights because they're too busy breathing and doing whatever they got to fucking do. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. They could be like, doesn't matter what Housewives franchise, they could be at each other's throats. As soon as they're a physical activity, they get into it. And then after the activity, they're back to fighting. Like how when they used to do escape rooms all the time, everyone yes. would band together. Yes. And they'd never work better. And then they'd sit down afterwards, have a beverage and go, that was fun. And then the fight's back on. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. They go ATVing or whatever you call it. Fucking yeah, off-roading. Care. I don't even know the terminology. All we need to talk about are Heather's nipples. They go hiking. They go abseiling. And yeah, Mary decides that, she, like, she has this face on her, like she's about to vom. She's so physically disgusted <laughs> because Heather is in a fluoro crop top and she's got high beams. She's got high beams. And Mary's all like, cover it up. That's gross. I don't want to look at it. Get nipple covers. And I'm like, bitch, it's not even see-through, which who cares? It's a fucking nipple. So what? <laughs> it's a high beam. Free the nipple. I'm like, the only time I want someone to point it out to me is when one's high beaming and one's not because I can't handle the unevenness of it. I've got to fix that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that to me is weird when you just got one rando beam. It's just yeah. confusing as fuck. But seriously, oh, my God, post-pandemic, you'd be lucky if I put a bra on. <laughs> Good luck. And I'm talking see-through and all. I don't give a shit no more. No one's looking at my grandma Tatas. No one cares. Okay, Nathan is about to vomit at how many times I said my tartars. Two hours later, we're back at the ranch. Whitney tries to get the girls to rally. It's dinner. She wants them to get all dressed up and shit. I mean, fuck. You'd have to give me some good drugs to make me do that. 
I really thought they were going to a club and I was getting really excited. I was I confused. wanted to see them clubbing like how you'd see the Jersey Shore people go clubbing. Well, when she said that at first, I was like, seriously, you guys are going out? And then I went, hang on a sec. You're in the wilderness. There are no clubs. They tricked me. It wasn't until I saw that pole downstairs in the basement and I went, oh, no, we're not did going you, clubbing. Did you go to the same school Mary did? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> and then Jen, who's a fucking moron, admits that she had glam. I know. Bitch's mum gave her- five episodes after her mum. Spent a million yep. dollars of cold hard cash to get her out of jail. I'm just- Outrageous. Oh, no, no. So that wasn't her bond. That was her lawyer's deposit. I keep saying it's her bond, but it wasn't. I want to know what her bond was. Yeah, it's deplorable. She Kinda doesn't hilarious. even have one person that knows how to do both hair and makeup. Bitch has two staff- Staying with them full yeah. time for four fucking days. I can't wait for her mum to watch this episode. I want to know what, like, I understand that, like, I know in, in, like, my industry what a day rate is for a makeup artist and for a hairdresser, but that's not a day rate. I don't know. Is there, a, I don't even know what the overnight rate is. Fucking strange, man, because I'm too poor to know. I've never needed it. I just couldn't believe it. That shit made me angry. Anyway. And it's like not even some of the richer housewives even do that. Like you don't see that all the time on Beverly Hills. How often do you see Kyle Richards? She's like, fuck it, just do your own. Like yeah. I've seen Kyle get glam when she's having or going to a party. But if she's just on vacay, I've never seen Kyle with glam. And I, she like, looks fine. Because they're not leaving the house. I know. And, but the thing is, she looks fine. Like, I'm not talking about her attire, that we can leave that for another day, but her hair and makeup, when she does it, I think she's pretty good at it. Actually, I think she's quite good at it. I mean, yeah. it's not like Dorit or Erica, but again, who wants to spend fucking three grand on that? And then they turn around to her and go, oh, you know, you're all rich with your purses. Maybe if you stop spending 10 grand a week on glam, you could afford it too. Fucking well, maybe she paid them with the shoes that she stole off Jenny and Mary. Oh, oh my God. Did you hear that that's one of the storylines on Beverly Hills, that one of the ha- one of the housewives, we don't know which, was questioning about the break-in? Because afterwards, when they got the money from the insurance, PK was able to pay off one of his debts. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I get it. If you get broken into and they steal handbags and shit that's not really necessary and important and you've got a debt, it would it would be disgusting if you went to buy all those handbags again instead of paying your debt. So, Who, who do you reckon brought it up? Well... Um, one of the people asked, was it Garcelle? That's where my mind went. And they said no, because that would be then obvious. Then I think Rinna. Well, yeah, because I know that Rinna, there was some post or something about someone having the shits with Rinna, and I just, I didn't really look at it, because I, I'm, you know how sometimes I try to avoid? It's like, oh, yeah. no, I don't want, I don't want to see, I don't want to see. But that one w- was on a I think Rinna copped a lot for her blind loyalty to Erica, so uh-huh. I can imagine her keeping that and then throwing Dorit under the bus to counteract it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. something interesting. Something to look forward to, anywho. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with that, it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I mean, I yes, I do believe they were broken into. There was footage. 
But, you know. I, I believe they paid someone to break into their house. Yeah, see, this is the Allegedly. Question. Allegedly, allegedly. All right, Lisa rings a dinner bell. I mean, like, that's not oh, fucking annoying. Bell. And then Jen comes down with maracas, and I was like, there are too many percussion instruments at this dinner. There are. I'm not into Put it. Put them down. dinner bell, I'd be like, that's, it's the kind of thing that it's funny if you're the one doing it, and it's annoying for absolutely everybody else. I, uh, Lisa Rinna was doing it at Kathy Hilton's house, wasn't she? Yeah, but that was with funny. Cause she, that was funny because she was smashed. Oh, too many percussion instruments, and Meredith still wearing feathers. Yeah, I, I just can't even. Not I, I can't. Meredith's outfits, I don't know. No. Brooks That's needs, the true crime. Brooke, Brooks needs to figure out something else to do because fashion designing is not for him. Do you know how expensive it is to have a fashion label? It's just so only expensive. Fans, Brooks. He sh- oh, goodness, he should, though. All right, they sit down and discuss the day and decide it was a great day. I'm like, did you guys forget this morning? What the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, Lisa goes on an apology tour she apologises to everyone for being the reason Meredith went off this morning. And then she's like, but I didn't say the word fake. And I'm like, fucking Meredith's right there. You want to piss her off again? I know. Then Lisa invites them all to her Vita event. And Mary, so stupid, says, wait, what, tonight? <laughs> Seriously, this chick is 10 cents short of a dollar, mate. Well, this is the most group interaction Mary's had in, in like a one period of time. I know. So she's like, oh, God, not something else. It's like she's not paying attention. She's not. Bad weather are excited because they didn't get invited to any of Lisa's events last year. That's when Jen walks in with the fucking maracas. Ugh. Ugh. Then Mary wants to apologise to Jenny. She did, she did say, I want to apologise to you, Jen, because Jen turns around and she's like, oh, I meant Jenny. For saying <sighs> that she doesn't matter, she shuts the door to new people and doesn't mean it personally. She'd do it to anyone that was new, basically. And I'm like, mm, is that really the reason? And who told you to say that? Because you did not come up with that on your own. No, yeah. I think Mary's hated Jenny since they went snow tubing and mm. she had to Google the the soda giving you whatever. Oh, yeah. The yeah, ovaries yeah. and everything. She, basically. She's she, hated her since then. Yeah, because Jenny. Ahead of her time, she was. She questioned her and she didn't like it. And that's when we find out that Jenny went to anger management classes because one night she was so angry, she was throwing shit at Dewey and broke his ribs. And that's when she realized she might need anger management. I'm like, are you sure it wasn't court appointed? This shocked me. Like, she's outright admitting that she's abused her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's psycho. No wonder he wanted a sister wife. He wanted out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's not really he's really not good at clean breaks. I mean, obviously, um, Jenny is because she did that to his ribs, but whatever. I, I couldn't get over that revelation. It's so dark, and the fact that she just like presented it in that airy confessional, I was like, whoa. I get it. It was it, it threw me as well. What and did she throw? She just said she was throwing shit at him. So she must have literally been grabbing at anything and chucking it right at him and pegged him right in the chest because he was probably lifting up his arms to protect his face and it got his chest. Very fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Whitney tells them to come downstairs in 45 seconds, which is kind of cute, and that's when they're in the basement and it's time for their dance party club or whatever. And that's when Heather says in confessional that she only goes to clubs to meet men. So what's the fucking point? I love that. And she looks so bored. Everyone's doing the splits and going on the pole. And Heather's I know. just like, oh, they, It's like the camera people went, right, show us a party and then we'll leave and leave you be. Yeah. Uh, look, they suffice it to say, they all got drunk. They all got on the stripper pole. Lisa does the splits Richards. They go to the hot tub. They're drinking. Someone brings out trifle bowls 
to put booze in. I loved that. That was funny. Whitney, of course. It was good just to see them having fun. It was. It was a nice, like, a bit of lightness to the episode. Whitney gets topless and they're all hugging and living it up. And we see that it's 3.15. And I kept thinking, like, where's Mary? Because she was inside in the basement, but she wasn't by the pool. And I'm like, I bet you she went to bed. Jenny went to bed, fucking bitch. No, Jenny was sitting there. She went to bed first. No, Jenny was the one sitting by the hot tub with the towel around her. So she was hanging out with them at least at 3.15. Okay. Yeah, Mary was Mm. nowhere to be seen then. I think when they Mm. went inside from the hot tub, I think that's when Jenny went to bed. Classic party pooper Jenny. I think Jenny and Meredith both both went to bed then, and that's when the others were all hanging out in Lisa's room. And they all went to sleep in the same room. So I'm assuming Heather went to bed as well. So Lisa, Meredith in the same bed, Jen and Whitney are in the, in the same room in another bed. So I think they kept partying or at least staying up chatting in that room. How fun. I know. And then somehow they managed to wake up at the 9.35 a.m. Well, it helps when you don't have Meredith screaming downstairs. Yeah. I think that – I'm sorry. If you're going to bed at 5.30 and you're drunk, you're waking up at 9.30, you is still drunk. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they're in the kitchen laughing and kicking about the night before. Lisa's eating Kit Kats for breakfast. And that's pretty much what happens. Like, they're all like, you know, kumbayaing. Yeah, it was great. And then next time we get horse riding, Lisa, <gasps> Lisa and Heather questioning the Memorial Day yet again. One of them says it was like Tuesday. One of them said it was like a Wednesday. It's like, you know what? Maybe you don't know when it was. Maybe it's none of your business. I would not question whether it was on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. At the end of the day, this is the only thing I'm on Meredith's side about, right? At the end of the day, this woman's parent died that year. Oh, yeah. Recently. How about we cut her some fucking slack and leave her alone? Any other friends? I was thinking with the flashy. Yeah. Um, it sort of seemed like Lisa called Meredith on the, the first sprint of Anne from Hell. Yeah. And Lisa was the one that was like, oh, sorry, are you at the memorial or whatever? She said it. And we didn't really hear what Meredith said. No, back. we didn't. They Maybe they assumed and she went, so, fuck it, I'm not even going to bother saying anything. Yeah. But at the end of the so day. So Meredith could have just said, oh, it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. But it's just reminding me, this chick's parent just died. And everyone is cutting Jen all this kind of slack and no one is cutting Meredith any slack. Jen stole millions of dollars from people, allegedly, and Meredith buried her parents. Like, again, I'm not not on Meredith's side. I'm certainly not on Jen's side either. But it's like, why isn't anyone cutting her slack and leaving her alone? Her dad just died. Maybe she doesn't want to deal with our bullshit right now. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's why she's like, popping off and being all lovey-dovey because... Yeah, but when the ladies do watch the episode with the bathtub, they're going to be like, wait a minute. Yeah, look, I know. But, I mean, who was the chick in New York that her grandmother died and she was a fucking full psycho all season? Leah. Leah. Oh, and everyone kept saying, cut her some slack, her grandma just died because that was like her parent, right? Yeah. That's how the close they were. No one has said that once this season in all 18... 18- plus hours of this show that we've seen so far. Not one person has said, give a girl a break, she just buried her parent. Yeah. Something to consider. I don't know. And maybe, I don't know why Meredith's not bringing it up. Like, leave me alone, my dad just died, you fucking psycho bitches. I don't know. Mm. Just a bit for thought. Jenny asks Mary an innocuous question, which is, did you talk to Robert? And then Mary's like, I don't want to talk to you because we're not friends like that. 
I'm like, that is not a deep question. You're making it a thing by saying that. That's all I'm I saying. <laughs> so Lisa's fighting with everyone again. Meredith doesn't want to engage yet again. And then that's when we hear Lisa through the door, which obviously I didn't realise. Thank you, Nathan. It was a hot mic. Meredith, go fuck yourself. I hate her. She's a whore. She fucked half of New York. Love that. Love that. I cannot wait to see it. So excited. What made her so angry? Lisa and Meredith have a showdown, I reckon. We need to see it. And good for Meredith for fucking half of New York. Good for her. I don't know why Lisa hasn't fucked half of New York. (laughs) I was actually thinking we need to put some new spark into Roni. Like, can we not transfer Meredith? Oh. How she wants to that? quit Salt Lake, clearly. She would Can be, we not put her on Roni? She would be great on Roni. She would. How good would she be? Oh, it'd be fantastic. I would love it. But then again, does she want to move to New York? Well, does she lives there half the year, apparently, doesn't she? Like, She just goes she there have a, a lot. Does she there or something? Oh, does she? I, I feel like she's always there with Brooks. Yeah, but I didn't understand why, and I never bothered to Google it because I didn't care, but maybe I need to Google this shit. And I get the impression she's just going to Salt Lake to film. Really? Do you think That's they live in New York? Based on no evidence. Maybe you should Google this. You know I'm going <laughs> to no. Google it. I'll Google it and get back to you. <laughs> I'm the fancy Drew. Well, I'm not really a fancy Drew. I'm just a fucking nosy bitch. <laughs> I want to know everyone's business. <laughs> That's what we need in the world. Only with people I don't know. The people I know, I couldn't give a fuck. Oh, no, I don't care about them. Yeah, no, because I know their lives as boring as mine is. Boring as shit. It's so much more fun when you don't get in trouble. Take note, Lisa Barlow. <laughs> all right, that's all I got, bitch. Same. Oh, wait, are you enjoying the Miami? I am enjoying Miami. Like, I'm still unsure on who's a cast member, who's a, who's a friend of, but, like, I don't care because yeah, I'm just enjoying watching I'm it watch- and not engaging at that level. I am too. Even though I watched it from, like, season one, I've always watched Miami like that. Like, I don't – I'm not trying to remember or piece anything. I'm not Googling anything. I'm just, I'm just watching and having a good time. There's nothing I love more than seeing them fight about rooms on a holiday. Fucking love that shit. That's peak. I know. I love it. If you're not getting arrested, fight over a room and I'm happy. When is the next episode of Summer House? It's like I'm looking every fucking day. I can't remember what day of the week it came out. Fucking hurry up, bitch, because I feel like it was two weeks ago. I love that show. It's like crack. It is. I love it. Why do we love Summer House so much? I cannot relate to any of these people, but I love watching them. I know, because it's like a housewife cast trip, but it's the whole thing is a cast trip. That's exactly what it is. And they really, they keep turning up every, like turning out and turning up every day. And I'm like, I couldn't do that, but fuck, I'll watch you idiots do it. And, and I love now because of COVID, it's just like one whole stint. It's not the weekends. Is it? Is it the same as this this, I don't know I'm if this season sure is this the season same. Is running, oh, because we only saw them drive two. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they're in lockdown. I hope they are, though. That was I a, hope so. That was my favourite. That was the best. Love it. Like, I had the shits at Winterhouse. was only, like, two fucking weeks or whatever. That needed to be longer. Oh, they needed to be in the cold-ass snow for way fucking longer. So good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you next week. Oh, my and God. And everyone can hear us next yeah. week again as well oh please do and heaps of people have been like commenting and writing reviews i love yeah. it i love how nice everyone is I except love- for lindy yoga pants <laughs> and when we yeah I, I like how when people leave us a review they'll sometimes say like something from the american perspective being like oh this means this by the way because we have no fucking clue oh, yeah. well, so it's nice we like to guess and occasionally i google nathan doesn't he doesn't have a fucking clue 
No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oblivious. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>